of the Things I Wish I Knew About Money podcast. I'm your host, Camille Smith. And I'm your co-host, your boy, Dree. Dree, boy. Episode 22. Jeez. 22. Holy. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know. We're doing some big things. You know I have to bring out the... What are we doing in terms of um, because I know we had uh, promised the listeners um, to go live when we hit at 1000 milestone. What are we doing? We are doing well. I I was hoping that we would have started this week, but it's all right. We're at 971. Nice. Listen. So I know for sure next week we're going to be doing it. Exactly. So, ladies and gentlemen. All right. We got to do the big things. Bondre, I I would like you to introduce this wonderful, wonderful um, guest speaker. And I I just feel like we're really going internationally. Like, this is crazy. (laughs) I know. Because last week we were in New York with Ash, Whoa. and this week we're in London, not London, Ontario, no, not London in Jamaica, but London, United Kingdom, Marvin Fishley. And so, Marvin is actually uh, a really good friend of mine. We grew up together uh, in Spanish Town, Jamaica. Marvin you know, was a confidant and a mentor to me. Uh, he's an incredible guy, and he actually sings as well. And we're probably going to put Marvin at the spot this week. Marvin has a bus at We don't know which one he has in mind yet. Um, but he's an amazing guy, always working hard, always trying to overcome and trying to do what's right. He's, um, you know, he's a, he's a really good singer. Um, he's a man of faith, a man of many talents, and we are Happy to have Marvin in the house tonight. And the things I wish I knew about money, where Cam and I, every single week, we are bringing impactful news to the people. And Marvin is going to share his impactful story. Marvin. Hey, Andre, how you? <laughs> yeah, Andre, how you doing? Welcome. I'm so um, elated to be on this podcast. I mean, it's really an awesome um, opportunity and occasion to actually see I'm telling you what you know network or um, the internet can do technology rather can do I mean yes. it's just fascinating and amazing and you know I also want to say big up to um, the host um, oh don't tell me I forgot her name like Camille <laughs> I know I had to help you a little. I was like, oh, let me put my name actually. <laughs> okay. uh, it's just, it's just, I'm just 
happy to be here. And for all the listeners who are listening, um, I may not have a deep British accent. I'm just going to go natural and go smooth and, you know, cool it down a bit and, you know, chill because yeah. I feel so relaxed and comfortable. Uh, and the crazy thing is whenever I, I hear a British accent, I want to be like, so what's up, mate? What are we doing this evening? But I, 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 I can't see it. Anytime you hear the accent, it's just like, well, I'm supposed to have my British accent, but the Jamaican part are just not allowing me to do That's so. Tricky, but anyways, <laughs> and I'm actually keeping calm too. I'm like, don't do it, Camille. Don't do it. But if we do slip up, if we do slip up, please, it's no, it's nothing with mocking. It's just, it's just the love and we're just trying to do the same energy, right? Definitely, definitely so. Definitely, yeah, so definitely. Marvin, so we, we definitely want the, the listeners to know, like, to, you know, share with us a little bit about, you know, who is Marvin so that, you know, the listeners can know who you are and what you're about. Exactly. Well, Andre and Camille, you know, Marvin is a young man who is, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to state my age, a 38 year old, well, this month, well, we're to the 3rd of April, so the ending of April, just put a zero onto the three, so the 30th of April, I'll be 38, so this, this man that you're talking to, this boy that you're listening to is no other person than Marvin Frischley, hails from the beautiful, beautiful parish of St. Catherine, they're in Jamaica, the beautiful country, the country where we say, you know, you know, you know, that that's where that, that's the best country ever. And so I'm from Jamaica and I grew up in St. Catherine, as stated earlier on, attended the Point to Least Primary and Junior High School and then Jonathan Grant High School. I graduated from CETIS, which is um, College of Theology and Interdisciplinary Seminary there in um, Spanish Town. I was a police officer. For those of you who know me, I was a yeah. police officer who usually served the island special constabulary force. Upon resigning, resigning, I was a corporal of police. And for those persons who are listening, you probably know about Tacey Patti. Everybody know about Tacey hey. Patti, right? Hey. I mean, hey. just, just for the record, everybody. <laughs> I did not meet Marvin because he's a police. So don't think he arrest me one time and that's what I met him. <laughs> Just for the record. <laughs> exactly, Andre, exactly. So I won the Tasty Talent Trail competition. And those of you who knew about Tasty Patty, Tasty is one, is that company, it's the largest patty company in the Caribbean. And it hosted the longest serving competition, which is a Tasty Talent competition. And then in 2007, it revamped to Tasty Talent Trail competition. And over the years, you have likes. Um, being a man, Nadine Sutherland, Tioke, and so many others who entered and they got yeah. their big break from Tasty. Well, for me, a little country boy from the country entered, decided to enter when I was, a ser was serving as a police officer and eventually, you know, fame reached me and win the competition. I won the competition in 2007 where I created history being the first police officer to enter the competition with a gospel entry, a gospel song. And, you know, in December 2007, right. I won the competition and, you know, to God be praised. So, I mean, so, you know, yeah, I mean, I that's, won that's incredible because it, it would, it's hard for somebody to see you know, somebody winning a competition in Jamaica with a gospel song. So, I mean, if you want to sing the tune for you, you sing and win the competition or you want to hear another tune, but 
I feel like you coming here all the way from England, up in our business and I talk about your winning competition. Mm. You're not going to give us a piece of the song. You can't just let us give it up because exactly. you want to hear the beautiful voice will win the competition. Oh my God. Honestly, yes, put him on the spot. spot. But, you know <laughs> but, but you know what? Um, the song that comes to mind is, you know, we're in the festive season and it is Easter holiday and what what's so good but just singing one of my favorite songs, which is Hallelujah by Alexander yeah. Burke. Um, and just a little, probably two lines of it. Um, I heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. You don't really care for music, do you? Well, it goes like this, the fourth, fifth, the minor fourth, and the major lead, the bounce, the king, composing of the Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Beautiful. Come here, give some thumbs on your hand there. Yo, yo. Um, Marvin, I appreciate that. I needed that. I needed that. You almost like I'm getting tear teared up a little. Uh, no. You know, I gotta be strong. I gotta be strong. You know. But make sure you have tissue at the side so that you can wipe the tears. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Always. Always. <laughs> that was uh, that was pretty good. That was really good. And I'm okay. sure the listeners will appreciate that. You know, you have to go check out Marvin's page. Um, the man can sing. And he has many more talents. So check him out. So, yes. all right. So the other thing is um, Marvin. And, you know, we, we soon get to how you're coming at the financial literacy thing and whatever about your journey around that. But one of the things that stood out to me was that, um, and as, as you can see on our flyer this week, the flyer title is um, to celebrate something that Marvin started, uh, Purpose Behind Star. I really, that was a very catchy and very powerful line. So I want you to tell us, like, how did you come up with that title and, and why? And, and what was this symposium about that you wanted to do? Well, you see, Andre Camille, I, you know, over the years, I've always, well, in recent times, I decided that I want to do an event. And, and I've always yeah. been doing events here in London. And so I decided I want to do something that will, um, you know be positive you know and leave a indelible mark or some stamp on people's life and motivate individual let people understand that you know where they are in life it is not where yeah. they will be the next 10 years i mean it's only they only need to probably have a different mindset towards um their you know their their goals or a different mindset regardless or despite their obstacles or whatever right. they have been through and so i was there thinking about you know what sort of even can I come up with? And then the word symposium stood out for me. And then I thought about it, give it some thought. And then I said, okay, I'm going to go with it. And then I started to think about what will this symposium be? 
And right. I tried to search, I tried to think about so many options and they weren't sticking with me. And then I start to look on my life, myself, and realize that, hey, Marvin, you have been through so many obstacles. You have been through so many valleys and even mountains. And why, the best thing to do is probably name this symposium Purpose Bearing Scars because indeed right. you have found your purpose. You know what your purpose are. You know what your purpose is. And because you, you found your purpose and know where you're going and you have been through so many like in Jamaica say you've been through hell and, hell and back hell and and so much. exactly <laughs> and so I decided to name the symposium purpose behind scars and to you know get presenters who have been through some turbulent situation have been through obstacles have been through um crisis been through adversaries but they have overcome those adversaries and it you know Andre we're speaking here you are one of the persons who have selected because you are one individual who will be presenting at the symposium, which I haven't yet decided right. the date, and because of COVID, it set us back. So I'm selecting yeah. you because you have been through so much in your younger years growing up in Spanish Town, which is a volatile area. You have surpassed the odds. There are many times you have wear so many scars, and even people who have um, laid scarred on you, even myself and the other speakers who will be speaking at the symposium, and um, you did not allow those scars to determine mm. your future, determine where you want to go. You know your purpose, you understand your purpose, because even though one may know is or her purpose, you have to understand mm. your purpose and how mm. you're going to get there and how you're going to maximize and fulfill your purpose. That's another the, the other bit. And so you have um, dwell on that and you have garnered all the knowledge and all the resources to help you to live a purposeful life, which you are now living. You have not probably reached your pinnacle, but you're still there. And people can check out your book because you have just recently launched your book, which also speaks of some scars that you have en endured. And so right. and this is one of the reasons why I believe Purpose Behind Symposium, whatever time the date um, is, 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 is um, you know, Thought of, thought of then, I believe people who come to this symposium will be able to maximize their full potential, will be able to understand that, hey, where you are currently will not be your final destination. Your situation, mm -hmm. that your current situation that you're in will not be your final des destination. And the only way you can step out out outside of that um you know space of scars and and the past is only you you have to make up that that conscious decision to raise right. that first step or make that first step into your, that into your divine calling into your purpose and realizing and even you know surround yourself with people who are destiny helpers and individuals who are who will pour into you and i always use this terminology you know i move with chickens i move with eagles not chickens there are chickens in my camp but if the chickens are not coming up to where yeah. they want them to be listen it's either you take the arrow the arrow or the narrow one because at the end of the day i want eagle eagles to be in my circle because i have somewhere going eagles can fly on uh, as high as it can be a chicken can't so i want eagles in my life and so this is what the symposium is about so at the end of the day if you find yourself in a place whereby hey i've been through so much and i want to um, overcome all that i've been through this symposium that is about to be um launched in terms of the date to be released soon this is a symposium that you need to come and that's the reason why mm -hmm. i choose 
purpose behind SCAR Symposium. Nice. Yeah, no, that, 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 that's powerful. Yeah, Camille, you want to say something? It, it is really powerful. I, I loved, first of all, Andre, big up yourself, because you're actually going to be yourself. participating in it. So, hey, um, but it's, it's, what you're preaching is very, very valuable because, you know, we all want eagles around us. Even though we yeah. love some chicken, I love me some chickens. <laughs> but, eagles, <laughs> but eagles around us will be able to have us have a better, um, you know, life span and also yes. positivity around us. And that energy is really important. Right. right? Um, so I'm glad you mentioned that. And um, I guess I, I, I'll, I'll ask a question as well. Uh, sure. What, what are your biggest challenges and how were you able to overcome them? You know what, Camille, the, the funny thing about challenges is that all of us in life faces different and various challenges. And but, yeah. but the, but the issue is, is how we hurdle, how we get over those challenges. And for me growing up, you know, 38 years to be on, on, on planet earth, mm -hmm. I have faced so many challenges and, you know, the, the, the minutes or the amount of minutes that I have on this podcast will not even give me the, the amount of time to actually dive into all the challenges that I face. But two of the most yeah. important challenges that I face when I to sum up everything is actually myself and other people. Yeah. And you may be saying, oh, Marvin, where I go with this? But my thing is, I just want to be real. I want to be natural. Over the years, uh, and we spoke about purpose behind scars, I've had a lot of scars carrying. And scars right. whereby some of them, I'm the one who caused them on myself, mm -hmm. whereas there are scars that are caused, that are placed on me by other people. And I reached, I was at a place, Camille and Andre, whereby I started to um, think less of myself. I start to think less of Marvin. I start having no faith in myself. Mm. And people, people would never understand because I'm always a happy guy, always smiling. Andre, you know me, I'm always a positive person. And mm -hmm. but behind, behind all of those smiles, I was crying. I was even, I cried sleepless night. I'm going to yard and I'm like, I'm crying. If my pillows could talk, then mm. they would tell you the stories of my crying days because there were times when my heart was in pain because you know what I didn't accept who I am I, I couldn't love myself I couldn't appreciate myself I always think that I'm a failure even though I was doing so much and want to do so much and going the extra mile I felt like I was a failure but there comes a point in my life whereby I had to look within myself and it was after reading a particular book I don't remember the name of the book but I was reading a particular book mm -hmm. and it was saying about you got to start believing yourself and loving you and I start to realize that how important it, important it is for me to start loving me, start mm. taking the time to appreciate who I am and start to develop that sense of, you know, love within myself, to love me and yeah. start to um, have confidence in myself and start to affirm and declare positive stuff over my life. And after doing that over a period of time and being disciplined and consistent, because consistency is the key. Mm -hmm. And when I started doing that, it now becomes an habit. It becomes a daily routine for me. And it started, it started to plant. I, in, in other words, I was watering some seeds that mm -hmm. was 
dead within me, within Marvin. And so because of those affirmations and those powerful words and positive words that I've been speaking and accepting who I am, then it starts to grow my gifts and everything within me. And then I start to appreciate myself. And guess what? I start to realize and start to say, hey, I don't care what people want to think about me. Even if people say, yeah, I'm big. Listen, hello, God made me perfect. And he may probably have created me or blessed me with a big eye, even though it's not big, but I'm just drawing a scenario. Even if my eyes were big, God knew the reason why he allowed my eyes to be big so that I don't have to wear glasses. I can see everything that's around me. He may give me, I may have a big mouth and it is for a reason. People may not like me and place me and, and place scars on me and allow me to have scars because um, you know, they probably say my mouth big and I start to, you know, not loving myself. And these are some of the things that usually happen to me. I used to, let me get real to you. People used to probably say, not probably, but people used to say, you know, when I'm growing up, I wasn't manly enough. I I, I walk like a girl. I, I, I was a sissy. I was, um, I was a faggot and all of these stuff. Um, you know, affected me so much. I cried day in and day out. I remember gone of the days when growing up, I was scared to even come out of my house because I was so scared of what community members and the boys on the street would say to me and they would call me names and I would so be so scared and belittle myself. But hello, that confidence in me started to build up after reading those pages in that book. And I started believing within myself and I said, listen, God made me perfect. You ain't gonna tell me who I am. And so I had to start believing in myself then one of the challenges was people I think you know back in the back in a couple of years gone by I was giving people the opportunity to live my own life to live Marvin mm, I yes. used a lot of people to dictate and to decide for me and make decisions for me what is right from what is not right where I can't go you know Marvin you can't go there you can't do this you can't do that and so I become you know, depending on people's decision and depending on people to make choices for me. And then I have to realize yeah. that, hey, when I was born on the 30th of April, 1983, it was Marvin alone come out of my mother's womb. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I was the only one there. So I start, I had right. to stuck of my own life and my work and where I want to go and my own destiny and my mm. own purpose and realize that, hello, um, I have to answer to myself at the end of the day, you know? And yeah. if I make mistakes, I want to know that I can beat and Tom Marvin in, in, the, in, in the face and I will learn from that. And so it was important for me, you know, after recognizing those two challenges was to find me, finding me yeah. and start to develop that notion within me to say, you know what? Don't allow people to, to define me. Mm. I should not allow people to to make choices for me or make decisions for me, I supposed to be my own boss in making those decisions and living my life to the fullest with happiness, without any hesitation, yeah. um, you know, to live my life as how I want to live it. You know, make, let me make my own mistakes and learn from my mistakes. And that's what I have been doing, you know, and I think those are two of my biggest obstacles or challenges that I've ever, you know, it's really up. You're touching a really key um, point, Marvin. I mean, multiple. But one that stood out to me as we were talking, um, 
and you know Camille and I and yourself, we uh, we believe in mental health, and you know we do everything we can from our end to support that. You know what I mean? Uh, you mentioned being in that space where you felt like you were lost and hopeless, yeah. right? Mm. And I know a lot of people are in that space, and I think uh, COVID has brought over some more people in that space, and it's intensified it for certain people. Yeah. No, I, I mean I know you're not an expert, uh, so. I apologize if I put you on the spot, but you mentioned that you came from that space and you also developed courage. Like, what would you say to somebody within that space? How can they come from that space? And how can they develop courage? And like I said, I respect the fact that you, you, you don't want to answer this because you're not a healthcare professional. Um, and this is not advice, but I just want, you know, because, you know, there are a lot of people out there who are hurting uh, mentally, right? And, you know, hearing somebody else who's been there speak about their experience can make a big difference. So that is very important. And the first thing I would say to somebody who is listening is first and foremost, think, take, take a moment, breathe, you know, and think of you. Think of you, you alone, think, close your eyes for a second and think of you, you alone in this room alone and cause yourself to to think of all the happiness that you could enjoy if you decide there and then to find that one person who you can confide in mm. and trust and have confidence in to speak about your situation. You have to find that within you, in yourself first, before you can go to somebody to speak to. Because yeah. the art, one, one other thing I get to understand is that the hardest person to lead in life is your, yourself. Mm-hmm. Is yourself. And before you seek to give advice and pour out, you know, yourself um, out to anybody, you need to uh, identify the key priorities in your life and focus on them. Don't leave them till tomorrow. Address them now. Because guess what? At the end of the day, I always often say to person, and I was speaking some, to someone recently who has been going through mental health issues. And I start to say to her, um, do you love yourself? Do you, and she was saying, yes. And I said, do you want happiness? Yes. But at the end of the day, I'm saying to her, how are you going to find that happiness? How are you going to find that joy, that love? How are you going to feel free? It is by speaking speaking how you feel tell someone who you can confide in um, about how you feel because oftentimes people who suffers from mental health are persons who start to you know held back things in silence they don't want to speak out and the only thing the only way you can get help the only way you can free yourself is speaking yeah. out not speak out in anger by cutting yourself or dis- thinking that you're going to commit suicide but try to find someone to speak to and if you are listening and you're going through mental health this is a platform you have under you have camille you have so many individuals myself who is on social media marvin fishley reach out to me i am here i am an advocate for individuals who um who are going through mental health i work in an institution where there's it is very challenging and so many individuals all of my patients go through mental health crisis on a daily basis and I have yeah. to understand them. And sometimes they ain't going to understand themselves. But after speaking to somebody who have been there, listen, it normally, I normally say to people, if you haven't been there, 
you can't tell me your story. If you have experienced mm -hmm. mental health, you're not going to tell me how it feels like. You're not going to tell me how to overcome it because all you're going to give to me is theories. Yes, yeah. theories is good, but I want practical. Have you been there? For me, I've been there, done that, and wear the T-shirt. So I can speak to anybody <laughs> who has gone through mental health or going through mental health, say, hey, listen, my happiness counts. My happiness comes first. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want you to go down the path whereby you regret it. I want you to go down the path where you live in joy, happiness, contentment, peace, because guess what? It was given to you freely. Yeah. So why not make the use of it? Yeah, 100%. I mean, you, you, you've given a, a, a lot of gems. And, you know, people um, in our community, you know, I know some mental health is not something uh, we talk about all the time. And I can speak a lot for about growing up in Jamaica. Like, um, a lot of times all I hear is that uh, people mad or whatever. There's so much unchecked trauma that exists in our society. Uh, people, yes. listen, listen. Don't immediately tell somebody, say, yo, they're mad. Uh, don't stereotype. Don't judge. You know, mm -hmm. listen to the person and act. If they, if they want you to act. I, sometimes just people just want you to listen. Sometimes they don't want you to act, right? And I mean, you also have to recognize that not as somebody starts talking to you, you should immediately say, yo, oh, if you go see a doctor, I'm going to see a psychologist. Because then that might make the person feel away. Sometimes mm -hmm. the person just wants you to listen, right? And I'm pretty sure if that person wants your help too, they're going to be like, yo, so-and-so, can you do this for me? Let that person, or you mean you can ask, you know what I mean? Ask. An open-ended question: Is there anything I can do to help? Right, mm -hmm. let the person uh, decide what they want. But um, yeah, and, we, it's, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because it's something that we need to talk about. You know, and even Andre, for, the, for all the listeners who are listening, they need to also understand that um, when it comes down to mental health, it doesn't affect your psychological well-being. It also affects your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. And it can also... Yeah. Exactly. And so for persons who, will, who are listening or will be listening, um, you need, if you're going through mental health issues or mental health problems, you need to understand that early detection of um, um, you know, mental illness will allow you... Um, to live a life of worth, a life of potential, a life of purpose, a life of, you know, gratification, rather than you do not do nothing from early to help your mental, you know, illness. And then what will happen? It will relapse and then it will cause you danger. It will cause you harm. You will end up, you know, coming suicide, suicide and further ill um, health issues so i would say to individuals um get the intervention that you need um knit it in the bud from hurley and get the help yeah. that that is needed All there's right. so many agencies and entities out there that is regularly um yeah. encouraging person to come on board if you have mental health problem let's deal with it don't wait too long because guess what my grandmother and my mother normally say when you let when you allow certain things away too long, trust me, creates create problem and you don't want that to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some gems, jeez. Yeah, I think we yeah. spoke, spoke about this a little bit in um, now stress the thing. Um, so yeah. I'm actually glad that you um, 
are discussing about, about mental health. Because I, you know what's a funny story? When you were speaking earlier, I was like, mm, mm, look at this. And Andres thought the same thing I did, of course. <laughs> and <laughs> it is important to discuss about mental health because there are so many people that are dealing with things and they don't know how to reach out to folks. Uh, yes. They want to be strong. You know, I'm, I, I can, I can preach to that. I'm a, I'm a person that I rather just, you know, deal with it my own way than, yes. than talking about it. But you do have to reach out to others uh, just to, Indeed. and it's okay Indeed. if you, yeah. if you. It is, it is. Yeah. So I'm glad you focused on that. Yeah. Um, and, we, and uh, it's something that we are going to keep having conversations about throughout this uh, podcast because it's important mm -hmm. and it's something we need to see more of in our community. It is. It but, is. You know, Marvin, the other thing is, um, you know, like, our, you know, we and, you know, growing up in Jamaica and a lot of people to the old and days uh, when, you know, you have to like run a boat or, you know, you could have the money to buy food and you never have the money to buy certain things. I think Many people growing up in Jamaica experience that and elsewhere, right? There are days, and even people here in Canada too, believe it or not, there are days right. when it, you have to make tough choices. There's no food on the table, or you have to eat. And I think most people are familiar with Raymond. That's how it goes. I mean, I'm going to pronounce it right. Yeah, I'm going to have a cup of soup. I'm going to have a cup of soup. I'm going to have a cup of soup. Only for them, I'm going to have a while some cup of soup. But you've made a financial literacy a priority, right? And I've seen. Um, that's something that you've gotten more involved in. You know, tell us, um, you know, what does financial literacy mean to you? And, you know, like, what, what, what are your thoughts around effective money management? Well, um, you, you know, um, I, I wish, you know, this, this topic about um, financial literacy was been taught to me when I was much younger, probably from primary school. I mean, it was in a sense in terms of like, you know, you're growing up as a young child in the community and, you know, mommy or daddy buy your little, piggy, what you call it, piggy bag, piggy bag or pan or whatever. Yeah. And then you get your little one pence and all of those stuff and you drop it in there. And you just buy it when ice cream truck come around probably on a Sunday, you tend to buy ice cream and that's what you know it to be. But growing up and, you know, in recent times, um, and you, Andre, again, allow me to, you know, start to think more in depth about uh, money management and how important um, financial literacy is important. And, you know, when it comes down to financial literacy, um, it opens one eyes to a world of unlimited res opportunities and resources and possibilities. Um, yeah. And for me, what, what, what it meant to me is that, you know, having a financial education is really similar to having an academic, you know, education or social education, school education, uh, because without it, society could not exist. Um, and you know, I believe as well that having, you know, some sort of financial education gives you an edge over everyone else because most people are not actually financially educated. And I don't think I was financially educated. I mean, I've gone to um, university. I've just completed my master's degree. I'm not even on the book, you know, financial literacy. You know, I, I have to, you know, learn that. And, you know, oftentimes I will call you 
you know, a few years ago and asking you about, you know, certain things about um, finances and, and money. And, you know, I realized how in-depth you were. Uh, I know that you've studied, um, you know, accounts and all of those stuff at university. And, you know, this is what you're doing. And I think it is so important that we take financial literacy as important as even the food that we eat every day. Because sure. when you... When we get to understand the ins and outs of financial literacy, as I said, it opened a lot of opportunities and possibility. It also allowed us to even be much disciplined in our social life, even in our um, personal life. You know, it allows us to be so much so disciplined. Also, I think financial literacy is crucial of us to want to become an entrepreneur and even to start our business in whatever capacity, in whatever fields. Um, not math, not financial um, financial literacy is the most important knowledge you can possess when starting your own business. So I believe, you know, it is very vital and it's very important for us to understand the importance of financial literacy. And for me, I think it's very important. And over the years, for the past probably like two years, getting involved in financial literacy, I think it opens a lot of opportunity. Hence, I am here on this podcast talking to you so knowledgeable about financial literacy, all because of you, Andrea. Hey, uh, how is the financial literacy in the UK? Uh, how is how is the financial literacy in in the UK? Um, it is it 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 is very prominent. It is very prominent. It is very important. Every day, you know, you, you heard about the stock market. You heard about this the the financial exchange market and all of those stuff. So it's quite um a booming industry. Every day you hear about financial literacy. Every day you hear about you know the stock market going up, the stock market going down, and every day the bank you know emailing you things about financial literacy, financial freedom, um, mm. how can you manage your money, how you can budget your money. So every day it is, it is on in the air of people and on the lips of individuals. It's just for us to grab onto it and mm. take whatever resources possible and um, learn from it to better our lives and better our family life and better our future. Absolutely. So I'm glad Marvin was able to, to hit some gems. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe. Yeah. I think he's 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 ready. Marvin gave us a lot of um things to think about, you know. Mm -hmm. And it it's it, it, you know, we want people to know like and, and I'm and I and I think this is exactly why uh fitness I too came about because uh, we realized that finance is not only about money, right? The money mm -hmm. is one aspect. The mental health, the physical health plays an integral part. And here we have Marvin, uh, um, his journey, right? Very powerful one. Purpose behind stars, right? Marvin Christie, again, from the UK people. This is not no play, play, podcast. I get it. Everybody the like, done. Yeah. This is the things I wish mm. I knew about money because Marvin is with us from the yes. UK and we had Ash last week from you from um, New York. So yeah. uh, Marvin, I think um, Camille, you want you probably should take the question as well. Um, well. The other one. Um, so 
But, but, but you know, before even Camille said that, I just want to say to Camille and Andre, even persons um, listening, mm -hmm. I have to put this in because when it comes to you spoke about and you asked me the question about how important it is for one to actually manage, you know, their personal finance, which comes mm -hmm. under, right. under um, you know, fin um, financial literacy. And oh. I think it is very important. It is important, like when you're eating your McDonald's or your burger, every single day you know um and it may seem like an overstatement but trust me andre trust me i'm camille it's true planning out to spend your month expenditures by visualizing your spending is the key to personal financial planning and this is one very important thing i've learned um and i dropped down because i was speaking to andre and probably didn't remember and he's not he probably doesn't remember this but i was speaking to andre probably about a year ago and andre was telling me about a trainers and he was saying to me that he want a, he see a trainers and he's going to buy the trainers in the shop and yeah. he went into the shop to buy the trainers but when he went to buy the trainer it you know trainer is sneakers so it was a trainer that just came out it's very expensive everybody going for it because it's a fads in fashion but when he went to the store he decided that oh this trainer is so expensive why am i going to spend so much money buying mm -hmm. this trainer when there's another trainer next to it that looks good that is way way cheaper why not use my money to buy this cheaper trainer because it's just going to get the, the job done anyways because I'm just going to walk in it. And Andre made right. a conscious decision to buy the cheap trainer instead of that expensive trainer. What Andre has done, done there is to managing, manage his finance in a very appropriate manner whereby yeah. he saves so much money in the end that could probably put to his future mortgage. Exactly, and, and it doesn't yeah. matter. Somebody may say, but Marvin, you know, trainer or sneakers is not that expensive, but he could buy it. But at the end of the day, as my mother would normally say, one one poker, full baskets. Yeah, and, and that was literally uh, our, our title last week one one poker, full basket. You know, I've had people tell me that many times. Uh, some people call it cheap, and then say, oh, we can, we can drive more expensive car, we can do this and whatever. Um, everybody who know me, I'm not about the flashlight. Mm. And I I'm glad I was never like that because it made things easier for me. Yeah. I was never a brand whore. But funny enough, as you were talking about trainer, then I tell a lie, I at one point I thought they said trainer. Because I'm like, trainer? Which expensive trainer that? Must be one of them um, fancy clothing store. But, uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> kitchen, kitchen store. But I agree. And you know, what, I, what, I, what I've come to realize that a, a big component, you know, our 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 income usually is um, fixed. Our income stream is usually a one income stream for most people, and mm. generally requires a certain type of effort. You get up, you go to work, you get paid. However, our expenses is where the behavior comes in because mm. when we get that money flowing in, there's so much that we can do uh, with the money, and that's where the behavior and the discipline comes in. And yeah. I have learned that it doesn't matter how much you make. If you have good discipline, because mm -hmm. if I have a dollar and I earn a dollar every week and I take 10 cents, probably by the end of the year, I'm going to have a dollar, right? Mm -hmm. And just the, the discipline behind a fit, right? That is where uh, you're going to be able to see true wealth creation and also mm -hmm. having the knowledge, right? Because one of the things that I think Camille and I spoke about this on the podcast is that, you know, me grow up at two places, missing my grandmother put money. 
Under the bed or in our bosom? Okay, so. Then there is two things. But how do you build, uh, how do you grow interest on that? How do you move that money from one generation to the other, which is a key part of what we talk about in this podcast? Yes. And, and, and Andre, you're very, all that you have said is so right. And it's so important that we, we, we need to be mindful that, you know, money management as well. And you spoke, what you said just a while ago is about, you know, manage, ma- money management and how to manage yeah. your money and see what's important from, not, from, from what, what is not important. And it's just like you have to differentiate your needs from your wants. Ooh, and people need yeah. to understand that money management shouldn't be seen as a useful skill to have. It should be seen as a critical life skill that every yeah. adult, every boy and girl, every human being should have. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they're supposed to see it as a necessity. Yes. yes. You know, and if you see it as a necessity, that means, just as I stated earlier on, you're going to want to eat it every day. Every day. Yeah. It's going to become thing. a food to you. It's going to be an enrichment a, 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 a to you. And so if you be able to manage your money wisely and understand the importance of um, financial literacy, then your life will not just depreciate, but your life will appreciate. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Absolutely. I love that. And I, I love how everything you just said is literally what I said today when I had like a, a speaking gig. It, it just, I was just like, mm look at him preaching the same thing we preached just a couple hours ago <laughs> so it's wonderful um so we're about to wrap up things and everything yeah yes um i mean that that, that was uh incredible you know um you know we really uh appreciate you know what marvin is uh saying to us and whatnot you know like it's literally everything we've been talking about um, talk about needs versus wants, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's, it's crazy. Because yeah. I literally spoke about that today. Like, um, I was being able to associate with the needs and wants, whether it's uh, a fixed needs or a variable needs. And then um, yeah. a fixed want and a variable want and be able to decipher whether you can uh, stop the leak from actually happening and then um, being able to stop the leak in your wallet and be able to grow financial freedom. You know, that's what we're teaching every, every second of the way. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I think the, the, the last thing we'd want to ask Marvin before he has to, to go, because you know, the time difference is different. You can uh, you can continue. You can continue. Okay, awesome. <laughs> is um, can you identify and identify three things you wish you knew about money growing up? I know you kind of uh, spoke about it a little bit, but can you mention three things? You know, Camille, it would be a bag of stuff. Ah, right? Uh, I, you know, exactly. I mean, a whole lot. A whole lot. And listen, 
it would probably it would take me probably ages to actually <laughs> dig up and to really you know share oh, the yes. things that I would probably yes but you know what in a nutshell I think you know for me if I was given the opportunity to learn the things that I would want to to know and understand when it comes on to financial literacy then mm. I think I would be I wouldn't be sitting right here in front of you I would probably be driving the most expensive car and probably have three houses probably a house in Hollywood mm. you know and I'm not gonna say that it's not it, it's impossible it's not impossible and it's gonna be possible because I think I've leveraged myself so far whereby I've seen my purpose and my vision but to answer your question um as to being specific as as it relates to three things that you know I think I should have known you know back in the ages about you know that I think I, I needed to know is how to monitor my finances better or on a daily basis I think I wasn't given the opportunity or show me or show how to manage my finances properly. Um, one other thing as well, I didn't, I wasn't able to um, put all my unused income to work, you know, pay down on debts and including right, right. auto loans and mortgages. You know, I wasn't given that opportunity or show how to use all those unused income that I have that I've worked and gained to put them to use, to pay off all those unnecessary debts. Yes. I used those you know, unused money at the time because I didn't know about financial literacy and about money right. management. And I used those money. And you know what I did with them, Andre and Camille? Mm. I went to leverage it. What do you call it? Lavish it? You know, with friends, go to the North Coast, um, have fun spend by the, the expensive clothes because I was trying to fit in because guess what it was a fads in fashion and so I didn't put those money to use and I think if I was given the opportunity or you know the chance to know more about money management and financial literacy I wouldn't have squandered so much money mm -hmm. in my lifetime I would have Ooh. taken the time out to save those money i remember when i when i finished high school for an example i got a job at kpmg mawick it's an accounting firm and i was working as a purchaser sales rep something to that effect i was dealing with checks and it was a contract for a year mm -hmm. i may tell you say you finished high school and you get a job like that and you, you start to work and Camille, you're getting when you back in the back then the money was you could see your way out. And mm -hmm. the check when I get my first check, it was like eighty thousand Jamaican dollars. Mm. You know, say nobody not nice like me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was so excited about it. And it's I guess so everyone around me was excited because Marvin and money now and what I did. I call my friends and my family, I'm going to the North Coast, I'm going to Oterius, I'm going to be in Gangos Food, you know, you understand? And spend it. Where, where are all those friends? <laughs> yeah. You understand? They're nowhere to be found. If I had good, you know, persons around me at the time who mm -hmm. understood or understand how 
the, the necessity of money management, the importance of money management and financial literacy, I believe I would be in a better position now or I would be able to save, have those money saved, locked yes. up in my account. And today I would probably use those money to be buying my second or third house. Mm. And I think really that is that is one of the reasons, one of the other reasons, you said three, um, yeah. only use credit cards for emergencies and pay the bill in full each month. Ooh. If I'd known the true essence or meaning of what a credit card, card is and the consequences that come with credit card, Mooney got to go one. Andre is the true. I wouldn't have taken out a credit card if I'd known what are the consequences at yes. the time I didn't so I got a credit card and what I knew or heard I was told about credit card was you get a credit card a good man you can use it and you can go buy this and you can do that but then what happened yeah, when you that. spend all that money uh -huh. on the credit card and mm. you need to pay back the next month yeah you have to pay it back and for those our, our listeners our young listeners our older who don't know what a credit card is but it's borrowed money so it's not your money it's not free money exactly. if you use it you have to pay it back you know, and you there's have a to time right there's a time limit to pay back otherwise it can affect your credit and you get charged really high interest and it's then really Andre, the thing about it is that i love you from my mother my grandmother my mother mm. normally say um, if dog near me supper for those who, who, who would listen and understand what I'm saying, dog near me supper. If you cannot pay back that money, and as you rightfully said, you can't pay it back, it's going to amount interest right. upon interest, and you're going to find yourself in a financial woe. You're going to find right. yourself in a position where you're not going to be able to see your way out because all of your paycheck is going towards paying off that credit card. And yeah, that, I found myself in that position back in the days. And then I realized that, you know what? No. Yeah. I think and, 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 and I think with credit card too, you know, um, and I want to clarify uh, what you said earlier about that. And so for those who don't know, that translates into uh, um, you're going to get in trouble essentially, right? Like, so for listeners who are familiar with the, the uh, Jamaican proverb them. But, um, exactly. but the other thing to um, Marvin, what I would say about credit card is something that I, I also realize is that people like big credit limits, right? Mm. Uh, and, and, I, and I like to say, know your limit and stay within it, right? Absolutely. People take on, I see some people with um, collecting like, let's say $1,500 a month and they have a, a 6000 credit card. And I'm like, what? My, my, my rule of thumb is this, is that I should be able to repay my credit card in one paycheck. That's my rule of thumb. Everybody else cannot be a rule of thumb, right? But that's mine. Um, and, yes. and, and it's great because Tom and I, we spoke about this earlier in our, you know, in our WhatsApp group um, about credit cards. So credit card does come with benefits, right? It builds yes. credit history. You can get coins. Um, it's protected money. But it's that behavioral piece as a consumer. You have to be responsible. Right, and be so it's disciplined as well. It's not the credit, discipline, yeah, it's not the credit card. You don't have to tell them to buy it. And you know, this might be a terrible example for some people. It's just like you look at a knife or a gun. The knife or the gun is not the danger. It's the person who is behind it. Mm -hmm. Right? It's the danger. So the credit card in and of itself is not dangerous. It can be a good thing. It just depends who is behind it using it. You know what I mean? And Andre, also, they normally say 
if not everything that glitters is gold. And what I find, what I found out with credit cards and those who introduce this credit card to you, they come with all the nice perks and it's so good. And it's, it's, it's so like <laughs> you're about to eat your best food, your best plate of food. And I would say to young people and those who are listening, do not allow those stuff or those things to sway you. Look on the pros and the cons. Not because it may sound enticing and look enticing and it say you're going to be able to. You have to check you what it is you're working yep. with. You yes. have to budget yep. yourself. You have to, you know, you need to, you need to understand what are your expenditures and what are your income and try to work out whether or not you can um, pay for the credit card on a monthly um, basis. Mm -hmm. How much, right. what is the value of the credit card? How much is going to be on the credit card? You have to, yeah. you don't want to put yourself in any position, young people and those who are listening, whereby mm -hmm. you're going to, you know, be able, you're not going to be able to pay back the credit card. And it goes back to, proper money, money management and understanding financial literacy. And when you understand financial literacy and, mm -hmm. and good money management, you'll be disciplined and you'll understand the values and importance and the necessities of having a credit card rather than, you know, you probably go and save the money. I would encourage any young people who probably listen to, the podcast, to this podcast or anyone else to say, guess what? Invest a portion of your of every single paycheck that you get. As I stated yeah. earlier on, every liquor make a mucker. In other words, one one poker, full basket. In other words, uh, right. every single month when you get your pay, it doesn't matter how small it is, even if it is a dollar, even if it is one Canadian dollar, you save that. Because you know what's going to happen at the end of the year? Interest, you may probably grow the money depreciate, yep. the money fluctuates. You don't know what money you will receive or the interest you will receive on top of those one Canadian dollars that you are saving every day. So you yeah. try and save and invest as much as possible. Because when you do yeah. that, you're not don't look on the current situation. Don't look on oh, it's not gonna amount on anything. Listen, every day is not the same. Mm -hmm. And you will you will yeah. never know what will happen next next year. And Andre, I see you do something which I would implore all young people to do, and persons who, especially men, you know, um, who have their sons and daughters. I've seen where you open that bank account for your son, and you have you don't know what you have been doing on social media. You probably think it, you're just probably doing it to probably you know you're having fun with your son, but it has open so many opportunities and giving other men and even female insight as to what they can do and not look on the the current situation but look on the long term futuristic mm -hmm. um term in term in in the sense whereby you are you are you're teaching your son the value and the importance mm -hmm. of saving and i've seen where you give him that money and say listen you said on social media, you allow him to click and to put, go bring him to the bank and lodge the money in his account. It means that you're teaching him the importance mm -hmm. of being independent, mm -hmm. taking, be your own, be him being his own boss. So having yeah, a child yeah, yeah. at that, at that yeah, tender age I, I mean, and it, open it, an it, account it, for that child. Okay, bear, look at the point whereby when you have a child, 
and those who are watching yeah. listening, you have a child, the first mm. thing you're going to do is to go and take out that child um, birth certificate. Or you want the child to travel coming in the summer. So you're because you want your child to go and meet the grandparents and the and the family. So you're going to try and right. take out that child passport. When you're doing all of these stuff, I would implore and encourage someone who will be listening, take out a bank account. Yeah, no, even a dollar into that person, um, that child's account. It, when you talk about um, um, so it's crazy because um, I apologize in advance. Whenever I hear people talk about my son, it makes me very emotional. Would I go back? I feel so <laughs> close to him. Yes, and he is my gem. I I love him beyond this world. That beyond, it's, I don't even know what to say. Anyways, I'll always be there for him. Um, but the other thing that I want to say is like, you know, it's crazy because my aunt called me the other day mm-hmm. and um, as I was talking to her, I was picking up my son and I was bringing him to the, because when he wants snacks, snack, I don't, I, I, for me, I don't give it, I don't decide for him. I, mm-hmm. From as early as I can remember, mm-hmm. if he said he's hungry, he said he wants snacks, I bring him to the fridge and I bring him to the cupboard and I ask him what he wants. Yes. I, and, and, uh, that, that, that's close to me because I grew up in a culture where people say fitness must be seen and not be heard. Whereas for me, I want something different for my son. I want my son to be seen and heard. And mm-hmm. so I, I instilled that in him from very early. So I'm actually glad you brought that up because we want other parents uh, to do um, and say the same. And for, just like you said, for me, I'm just putting it out there because I love being with my son. But it, yes. it, it's probably impactful for some people. And we want to see more of that um, on social media people with their son, empowering their kids to be seen and to be heard. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Because they have a voice. Well, and, 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 and then, Andre, and you know, Andre, yeah. you know, the older, you know, one of the things I get to understand that is, the, you, you know, we're coming down to it, and one of the things I get to understand is that the older version of you has the benefit of hindsight after years of mistakes and having experiences that have shaped you into the person that you are today and that all my experiences my purpose behind scars has shaped me to finding my purpose and one of my purpose today is finding that common ground and the value and the importance of good money management as well as you know getting knowledgeable and abreast and current with financial literacy and getting involved with people who are in the field, who know the ins and outs. Thank God I have Andre, not because he is, he's in Canada and I'm in, in London. It, technology um, creates such um, a, a platform where we can reach individuals like they're in our bedroom, like they're in our living room. And this is the the platform now you 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 guys seems like you guys are in my living room but this is what um technology does and it is so vital for us to reach out to persons like andre and 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 camille who is on this podcast who understand the the in-depth and the knowledge and they're also bringing their knowledge to come to us to give us more um, valuable lessons about financial literacy and good money management. And I'm grateful that I have individuals like Andre who I can call if I don't understand something to say, hey, I don't understand this. Explain Mm -hmm. this to me so I can learn and grow because every day it's about personal development, personal growth and achieving more and being successful at the end of the day. I think it deserves a hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know how long I wanted to do that? Jeez. <laughs> Um, Marvin, I just want to ask one more question, I promise. What is the, um, it's just a random thought I had. What's the interest rate with um, credit cards in the UK? So, you know, one of the things is, um, even though I'm getting, I, I'm in all the financial um, literacy and understanding, it, 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 it different. it's different depending mm -hmm. on the different banks and what are the rates at the moment. So mm. it differs actually. So it it is different from even the the US and Canada. Mm -hmm. So and it depends on banks uh, because you have banks and you have building societies and you have credit unions. So yeah. every banks, every inter financial institutions offer thing. It's a competition. Yeah. So they're going to compete with each other. So again, the onus is on individuals to mm. understand the market, understand what you're getting into. Not because something sounds good or looks good. It means that you're gonna run and jump in it. You have to understand the, the platform. You have to understand the ins and outs. What's in it for me? Yeah. Not because the benefits may be very lucrative. You need to understand what am I going to gain from it? And also, very importantly, what, you know, what are, the, as you said, the interest rate, what are the interest rates? Yes. Can I afford this? Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, it goes back to finding your purpose. It's about purpose behind SCAR. You have to find you. You have to know what is right for you. Not because your friend do it. Not because Andre doing something, I'm going to jump in, do it because Andre is doing it. I'm going to try and, and understand the market and know mm. what's right for me because at the end of the day, we have people out there who will come and sell you products. And if you're not careful and if you don't understand the mm. market, then people will come and sell you things. And because you're hot-headed, you take on things and then later on, it puts you in yeah. a precarious position where you can't get yourself out of all right, good stuff. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's all. Jim, we really appreciate that, Marvin. You know, thank you so much. Uh, Kam and I are eternally grateful for you, you know, taking the time out uh, to be with us and the things I wish I knew about money. The things all three of us wish we knew about money. And we're going to mm -hmm. continue to have this discussion. I'm going to mm -hmm. hand it over to Camille to do what she does best, which is wrap up this podcast. <laughs> yes. And Marvin, I want to thank you for hitting so many gems with mental health, with financial literacy and money management. Um, all those three factors matter, but especially in our community. So I am so thankful for you being here and, and sh showing us the gems. And um, also, oh no, sorry. <laughs> also, I want to say is check on your friends all the time, especially during COVID, because you know, it is a trying time right now. And just, you know, share, like us, subscribe, everything. We're going overseas and everything. Everything. You know what, in, in my closing bit, and I, I must say thanks, thanks to Andre, um, for reaching out to me, always a pleasure working with him, always a pleasure having good conversation with him, always. We're coming from over 20 odd, 20 odd years. Um, a great young man, an indelible 
young man who has left, you know, so many footprints. It's like the song that says um, footprints in the sand and you continue to do what you're doing. Camille, I love your vibe. I love you. Love your energy. You continue to, you know, um, leaving those marks on the platform. There's so many persons who needed guys like you and you both are doing. And I know that you have a great team behind you guys. And I just want to extend, you know, my heartiest, you know, joy and appreciation and thanks to you both and the team there in Canada. You guys are doing an awesome job. I know that one of my greatest wish is to visit Canada, which it will happen. Absolutely. And I can see you in, um, in person. But I just want to say to everyone who, is, who will be listening, the podcast has 971 viewers and subscribers listen i'm going to tell you something you said by next week sunday it's supposed to be a thousand and over so yes. guess what i want to do because you listen to this podcast i want you to share the podcast and guess what as you share make sure you get someone to subscribe we're gonna hit it by next week sunday that mm. we're gonna hit over a thousand so that we can go live okay guys so it's a great pleasure. This is a podcast that you need to um, subscribe to, like, share, comment, and, you know, feel free to learn more about money management, financial literacy, and it's all about purpose behind scars. Do not allow your past, do not allow your circumstances, your current circumstances. I don't care even if you are, you are at a crossroad. I don't care if you are in a valley. You know, I'm going to say something to you. I not talk a lot, but guess what? My closing statement to you who are listening, if you are at a crossroad right now and you're stuck and you don't know what to do, it could be scars, it could be financial crisis, whatever, whatever it is, and you are at a crossroad and all you're seeing is red light. Guess what? There's obstacles in front of you. You're driving, you're in that driving seat. You're driving. Don't let no one drive for you, but you have an option. And the option that you have, there's an indicator. You can either turn left or you can turn right, but never go, you can't go backwards. You have to keep on going. So even though you are at a junction where you're seeing red light and no way out, there's always indicator. Whether you're gonna go left, you're gonna go right. And left, there are persons like Camille and Andre who are there to help you on the right, there are person like myself and so many other agencies that are there to help you get mm -hmm. over your hurdle, get over your obstacles, whether it be financial crisis, Andre and Camille, whether it be mental health issues or any other issues, Marvin and so others, so more, so, uh, so more uh, um, individuals. So guess what? Don't just stay there. Reach out to us. We're all here for you. Jeez, mm, Marvin, yes. And on that note, I, I think it's it. only right to say that we're always going to be, you know, together. Since our energies are now together now, connected, that just means we're just, hey. Appropriate soon. Yep. <laughs> Family, 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 family